is London Calling. Here is the last news bulletin for today. The time through which we are now passing is of exceptional character. Hello everybody and welcome to the Full Reptile Radio. How you doing? Yeah, good. How was Russia? Russia? Russia. It was good. It was good. It, it was really good. good. Yeah, we have a sponsor. I should mention that. I don't know if we're going to have the uh, the intro sorted out yet. We need to get our, our friend James on that. Okay. But uh, Mercedes Benz Rigor. Rigor. Thank shout you out to you boys. First, uh, the first Raptor van is uh, on its way. On its Very way shortly. Us. Yeah. So we'll be driving that down to Wales this weekend for Cage Warriors Cardiff. Yes. That's going to be gonna awesome. Slick. If you see it on the motorway, make sure you take a picture of it. Tag us in it. And I'll yeah. send you something. Yeah. Don't yeah. share the picture that someone else did. No, dickhead. It has Don't to. Do that. It has to have your face <laughs> in the picture. So if the van's going past, you're like, yeah, but not while you're driving. Shit, we don't. Can you no, imagine I can't that? Come down that if the last photo taken on James's uh, it's yeah. going to be a James, isn't it? It's definitely going to be a James. How I've seen the way die? you two drive. Funny story. But... He won a pin badge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it, bro. It's not worth it. <laughs> no. Yeah, don't take the that last picture. photo was. Yeah, wrapped our van in the background, Mate, and get, then uh, yeah, get your misses. You can't photoshop no it on no just good. any van. Upside down, but he's still got a pin. Caravan at the side of the face. Yeah, no, not? we don't want any of that. Okay, we'll do something. We, else. But yeah, if you see the van, make sure you take a picture. We don't want to send a pin to the hospital. No, don't do that. No, but do shit. take a photo. But so, so Russia was good. Russia, no, no one messing with your phone. No, my phone was all good. St. Petersburg was beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's given me a, a more balanced perspective of Russia now because I didn't feel like Moscow really did it justice. Like the hotel we were staying in was really nice, really grand. Oh, hang on. Easy. We've got a lot of shit on the table we this have, week. Yeah. It's stacking up. Uh, we'll talk about some yes, later. Yes, we'll go through that. Um, the hotel was really nice and really grand. This is Moscow I'm talking about. But when you step outside of the hotel, you kind of had to walk a distance in any direction to get anywhere that looked nice okay in my opinion or you could get on a train and you know go to red square and that was awesome but it didn't matter which direction you walked in st petersburg it was beautiful beautiful architecture statues everywhere there was one strange thing about it though and this was kind of a movement that we got in like the mid 90s in the uk you know the guys that do all kinds of stupid shit to their car like those like the sunbed lights under the sides rude boys proper boy races yeah proper boy races you got in your car (laughs) sorry Ice in car entertainment. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it's all, yeah, yeah but I go and buy Max Power. Dick. You've had that conversation yeah, with a real person, yeah. haven't you? Because I had a Corsa mm. with a K and an air filter. It was a one litre. And it sounded yeah. like, whop, 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 <laughs> slow as fuck. Like, <laughs> it had big wheels. Yeah, stupid. It was yeah. very stupid. Well, that's that's still going on in Russia in a big way. Maybe they've just got Fast and the Furious the first time. Maybe. Maybe. Intro Maybe a mile. it's just been translated. There you go. It's an intro mile. Winning's I winning. did meet the Vin guy. The I did team. meet the guy. The guy that was translating the interviews, the, the post-fight interviews with me, who did a fantastic job. Is that the guy that always looks terrified? No, no, no. The that tall was a different one. guy. You know the tall one that always looks scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. no. He, was, he was solid. He did the Q&A as well. He was very good. Nice. Um, he's the guy that translates inside the Octagon into Russian. Nice. Like, can Does you imagine how accent? difficult a job that would be? Yeah. And like, going off on each tangent and in a different language. I wonder yeah. what that sounds like. I, I kind of need to learn Russian to, to I don't know. That. It's kind of, it's like when you watch Simpsons in a different language. It's not got the same inflection or anything. Do you know what I mean? Homer doesn't it's sound as dumb as he really is. Language. Yeah. So when you, when you compare the two parts of Russia, would it be like maybe going to London or going to York? If that makes sense. Because York's super um, close and dead nice architecture and it, cool. And everyone's chill. 
Whereas London's just a bit mental. You know what? You know what it reminded me of St. Petersburg in particular. If I could, if I could liken it to anywhere in the world I've been, it'd be Washington D.C. Okay, it's got that like real kind of Roman architecture feel. Big columns, big like what they called, you know, the big domed things like titties. Yeah, yeah, those things. Titties. <laughs> I always know when I'm going to say something that's going to make the Raptors laugh. I know where their their level of humor is. It's hey, always like farts and tits and. That kind of, of shit. See, look, for real, they're cracking up now. Dick um, jokes. Dick jokes. That's where we're at. Um, yeah, it was very like grand and Roman kind of feeling, like columns and stuff, and nice. like like um, like Washington DC. Like it was, it was really justifying art. its importance through stone. Absolutely, and nicely spread out as well. Big rivers running through it, and a lot of people gathering on the street, even though it was freezing cold in the evenings. Really, a lot of people just kind of sitting in the street, just kind of drinking wine and stuff. It was uh, apparently that's the culture capital of of. Uh, Russia. Oh, okay. Um, I think Moscow is like the business trend setting. Yeah, but it was nice. I mean, you know, really cool statues and stuff. And nice. I enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. And it didn't matter which direction you walked, it, you could find nice stuff in every direction. I just find myself drawn to the countryside more and more. Yeah. We went to Chatsworth at the weekend and it was mint because literally there's nothing. I mean, th- there was a million people there. Didn't stop us like, walking up these fountain steps and stuff with the no. dog. But there were so many people there, but it's just, you look every direction and it was just countryside. Just space. Yeah, well, yeah. the drive, for us to go through Matlock, which is like a really cheap version of Skegness, which is a really, like really, Matlock. really cheap version of Vegas or Reno. <laughs> Matlock basically has got chip shops and arcades, which is yep. fucking brilliant the for The two us. penny arcades, though. All day, yeah, the pushers. Like, yeah. and you, you, in any other country, that doesn't work because the, the, the similarity in size of coin is worth too much. Yeah, like you can't do that with quarters. No. Twenty-five cents. I'd just like mad? to know where you the get coins four goes go. for a dollar. You know when you push a load off and it goes shunk and they drop down, you like, fucking win. Yeah. And you look in and it's like three, and they just drop into the abyss of lighters mm. and plexus. Do you know where they go? Go on. I know where they go. The back of your sofa. They're, they're all funneled into like a big underground cavern, which heats them up and turns them into the little studs that you get on uh, Levi's jeans. Ah, that's where they go that's a good point because the thing is how often did you do that thing where you were with your mate in an arcade and you had to pretend you were fighting near one of the machines till one of you bumped into <laughs> yeah. it and was like oh yeah. sorry yeah. we've just got 18 pence just punch me but not hard yeah mate you know, I, just punch me again but not hard I can remember feeling so Hollywood in uh, Butlins your laptop's taken off again do you want me to shut the lid? No, 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 no. It's all good. Bless her. She's so, struggling. It's that ambient whirring noise. She's old school now, man. She is. She's old tired. School. She is. But I can remember being Hollywood in Butlins on holiday. I took, I think I took the paper money I took with me, which was the most important thing, was a twenty pound note that I realised then I could upgrade to the ten p pushers. Because the thing is, with the two p pushers, which is an arcade machine, which just that coin dozer, if you've seen that, when you put two p's in, you'll get two p's uh, a pound changed into two pences. Mm-hmm. You never bank them out. You never cash them out. They just keep going till you've yeah. run out. That's standard. With 10 P's, mate, you... you are you can, on the make? Are mate, you, trying you to, are on the fucking like make. trying to cover dinner? Yeah, you can cover all sorts of shit because a lot... That, that pays out often. <laughs> and I can remember just standing there. But then after about three days of being Hollywood, I had to go back to the twos. I'll be honest though. I'm not playing that game to like pay off my mortgage. That was what I was doing when I was about 12. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm like two P's. That's... It's like when you walk into into the, the casinos in Vegas and all of the machines on the periphery pay out a bit more because they want to pull you into the casino. Mm-hmm. You know, you put a dollar in, you get four dollars back. You're like, oh, oh shit, no. today's the day. This and is then the you one. go and like put three hundred dollars on, you know, roulette and lose it all. And dude, that that's that's the that's the hook. Yes, you know? and 
the coin pusher games, I feel, are very similar because they're right at the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they want you to go in and put a couple of... I've got a couple of two peas in my, in my, Chuck in them my in. pocket. You drop them in, you get a few back, and you're like, oh, right, okay. Let me upgrade to the 10 peas. That's the trap. I got sucked in. Because you can't do it with 20 peas. It doesn't work. You Imagine can't. a pound pusher. Pound. <laughs> Fucking hell. That sounds like a shop. It sounds like a really bad porn star name. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Pushing pounds. Not at me, you're not. No, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I think oh yeah, I've got an addictive personality when it comes to arcade. So yeah, that was so we ended up at um, where did I say Chatsworth? Chatsworth. It's expensive to get in, man. Yeah, but it's it a big was old nice. house though, isn't it? Can you imagine what the mortgage is? Jeez. Fuck me. Well, they paid it on Saturday. <laughs> Let me tell you, there was enough people there. My mum's there like ten times a year, honestly, and everybody that she knows, she she goes with as well. Oh, let's have a day out in Chatsworth. It's, it's nice. It to is take a them. lovely place. It's easy to people watch as well because you get those. You get a lot of people which are. They maybe had children later in life because I always like to think uh, if we're going out and there's a pond or a water, we're going to get wet, but it's not a problem. We're just going to fuck around. We'll take spare clothes or whatever. That's all good. And literally we walked up. There's like, I think is it 50 steps with water running down them. So I'm walking up there with the dog and the kids and I'm, we're splashing each other with water because that's what you do. And we get to the top and there's a massive pond and fountain. And this, this guy came up and there was, I think it was a nan and granddad. With an equally aged son and daughter, which which were kind of older than normal. And they had a kid that was about, I don't know, five. And she was jonesing to get in the water. And they were all like making every reason why they shouldn't be getting in the water. So basically, you imagine like slate steps or stones. They're going to get slippery. Mm. So I'm just up and down with the kids and holding both of their hands as much as they needed me to up and down these steps. So they sent this little girl off into the water. She hit the deck hard. Oh. And it was even at that point when she's lying there, so going, ah! I've got wet. I ate it. And they're all looking at each other like, well, are you going to go in and get in on that? Fuck, man. Do you want me to pass you your kid? And then started bollocking her for falling over. And I was like, bro, <laughs> this is what it's all about. It's yeah. red hot. Like, you're going to be dry in mm. seconds. It is a lovely day today. It's beautiful. We man. were actually considering doing the podcast outside, weren't we? But the yes. garden's just, well, I need, I need a to jungle. Get some, yeah, I need to get some gear up here. A jungle. Cut it all back yeah. and I can sit in the grass. But yeah, so, yeah. so uh, well, that wasn't quite Russia, but it looked like it was equally good. Beautiful. Yeah, very nice. It's, uh, it is a, a lovely day out. Recommendation for anybody in the UK. Go to Chatsworth. Nip over there. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. Use discount code. I'm going to get told off now. My mum's going to tell me off for making Chatsworth more busy than it already is now. Quite possible. Yeah, use code ELAINE10 <laughs> for 10% off at Chatsworth. And if they look at you funny, just use outlaw code 20. <laughs> And then just argue your way through. <laughs> or if you walk in super confident, you don't have to pay. Is that right? Dude, so many people walk past us like, with the confidence of some sort of... Like, like... Like Charlie Big Potatoes. Just, <laughs> they didn't give a fuck. Like, almost arrogant. Just just came through and they didn't pay. And they really? must have been out and stamped mm. their hand. You know what they uh, said. Yeah, but yeah. it was one of them where no one, typically British, no one says, excuse me. They all moan, uh, they all uh, moan uh, in the queue uh, that uh, no one's paid. But they just let them keep going. Did you see that? Did I you did see, try. I did, did you try. see that? Did you see him not pay? I did try. Oh, motherfucker didn't pay. Not we will though, won't we? <laughs> yes, we will. And we'll buy a brochure. Yeah. And a, yeah. And a guidebook. Unless my dad or granddad uh, or grandma are in the uh, in the line. Yeah. And then someone's, then getting, no, someone's getting dropped. Collar grabbed or tripped or... Doesn't matter how many stamps are on the hand. No, 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 no. no. For, oh, no. easy, Nana Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, Russia, what would you take away from Russia? Work-wise, fun-wise, um, fight-wise? Um... I did a lot of walking around the streets, which was nice. Um, I did a lot of research on fighters that I'd never heard of before and had a lot of fun trying to pronounce names. 
and was told off a few times by corner teams. I was like, I kept, I kept trying to get the fighters to say their names to me. Yeah. Because, I mean, we get recordings, we get like pronunciation recordings, but they're not. But is it like listening to Siri saying it? Uh, no, no, because it's, it's recordings of the fighters. Let me see if I can find one. Well, I asked, I sent a question to Brad Pickett's podcast because they asked for questions, so I obliged. And my name on, on Twitter is Monkey Chops, spelled M-U-N-K-I. Did they answer you? He did, but when he said, oh, we've got a question here from Monkey Eye Chops, and I was like, <laughs> it's not that hard, bro. It's not, I didn't think it was that hard. Hang on, shall I play one of these? Wh- yeah. Which one shall I play? Uh, middle row, four across. Middle row, four across. Um, Movsar Yevluev. I think he was putting it on by last time. He <laughs> say Mulayev like he ordered chip and pea. <laughs> Pretty cool though, right? I mean, we get yeah. these like files. I've got all of these. Um, but then they say that they say, they're saying it slowly. Yeah. And so it's not the way that they would normally say it. Like if somebody asked me to say my name, say your name into a recording, like somebody's recording it for pronunciation. Owen Oxley. Right. It's a lot different to, my name's Owen Oxley. Completely. Owen Oxley. Yeah. But then if you recorded that and you played that to someone who's commentating in like Polish or Russian or Chinese or something, it's going to sound completely different. I have to say it like this, <laughs> Owen Oxley. I'm not sure whether you're Polish or Dutch or in Russian. Between the two, <laughs> I'm going into Dutch because I've been speaking to Remco. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Pardell. But yeah, I, the thing is... It was a fun challenge. Do they then start pronouncing your name wrong? Thanks, Mr. Harley. You're like, no, no. <laughs> My name's so easy to say. It is, to be fair. Although everyone in the US, when I first started training, they thought it was called Don. Don? Because they, well, they originally thought my... If they say, hey, what's your name? I say Dan. Dan. Yeah. But in an American accent, Dan sounds like Don. Okay. Don. Dan. Don. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So would that make you Donald Hardy? Oh, not, that's not good, is it? Not at all. That's like a real fucked up, failed mm. cartoon character, isn't it? Yeah. That's a hair-thinning name. How's Don getting on? <laughs> Ooh, he's on that liver medicine. Poor Don. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many tangents before we get to the card? Half a dozen. We're, we're flying you, So, through. So what have you seen on the card? Because you've, you had a busy weekend of oh, chats dude. with and well, stuff. The problem was, what happened, because it was on so early, I was maximising my weekend because cause it was my birthday midweek. I like to try and claim the previous and the and the next weekend as it's my birthday week. So I was making sure I was out all the time doing different stuff. But because it was on so early, I was then getting results through. Like, mm. like an idiot. You know, naturally you just go to your phone and it's like, oh, straight to social. And then you're on there and it's like, Olof, oh, not Olofsky, Overeem's done this. I'm like, oh, fuck. And as much as I want to see it, I sort of know now. Yeah. And it always ruins it. You know, when you know the result. I'm not saying anyone sends spoilers to our group that we're in, but when when that happens, it's frustrating. So when it was just my own Did he spoil her again? Nah, not Did mystery time. spoil her again? No, he knows now. No. He knows okay. now. After He's I was a one proper time. bitch about Everyone it. Everyone has to learn one time. Mate. It was, D- Dean, Dean's done it before, hasn't he? Dean's broke me. And not only has he broke me by doing it, has then justified why he's done it. Yeah. And it's like, well, I haven't watched it yet. It's like, yeah, well, we need to have a cutoff. And when we can say it's like, it's been an hour. That's not a cutoff, my bro. So yeah, but it, it was. Um, I watched Overeem. I watched the co-main a couple of times because I, I remember. You know, when you watch something, and you fall asleep, and then you watch it the next day. Like, Did I get to this point? 
John Gooden said Hadouken a couple of times. Did he? Yeah, he did. He got it in there. I don't know if he was playing like... Was he trying to do that intentionally? Was it like the, uh, how many meows can you say on uh, Super Troopers? Yes. (laughs) I watched the new Super Troopers the other day. Yeah? Mm. No? No, watch the original. It's the same as Anchorman, right? It's like the the, the original Anchorman is awesome. But I would rather them have made an Anchorman 2 than not. Yeah, I'd like, I'm, I'm glad it's out. But sequels normally aren't, aren't the, any better and, unless you watch something like Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, or Short Circuit. I don't know if you've seen any of them films because they're old as fuck. But <laughs> the sequels were good. They were worth watching. They were worth buying on VHS back in the day. Yeah. So you you've not seen any of the undercard? No. Okay. I, I just saw a lot of the results, and I thought, Do you know what, there's going to be enough of us to talk about. There were a couple of really good fights that were worth watching. Go the on first on. two in particular, which will take you just over two minutes to watch in total. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> the first one was uh, Magomed Mustafaev. Yep. Who, he was coming off a, a bit of a layoff. He'd been away for a while um, after he lost to Kevin Lee. I think he had some yes. hand injuries or something like that. But he'd taken some time off, had some surgeries. He was coming back uh, and he was fighting a guy called Rafael Fiziev, who's a, um, a Thai boxer fighting out of Phuket top team. Really good Thai boxer. Slightly shorter and stockier for the weight. Yeah. But... Good head movement, really nice, like power punching hook combinations, and he also does that senchai, that drop back when people throw kicks at him, where he Matrix. goes like like ninety degrees back, and then it's yeah, wicked, can, really cool. We can't do that here. But I mean, he got ninety seconds. He did, didn't really get a chance to do it. It was uh, we got two spinning back kicks. The first one kind of glanced off his off the side of his head and knocked him down. He got back up, continued to press, and then Mustafa have set him up for the same one. Wow. And it was through the guard. I mean, it hit him here. Like the heel kind of caught him on the side of the face. Imagine how hard that is dude. coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. So it's unfortunate because I think he's really good. I just think he got a tough first fight in the UFC. Yeah, man. And the next one was Mikhail Oleksiejuk, who uh, just had the best footwork and counterpunch and I've seen in a long time. So um, Gadzimorad Antigolov, his opponent, when he got up on the stage at the way, say that again. Gadzimorad Antigolov. I, I wouldn't be able to write that down. I've been practicing. Yeah, I can tell. Uh, Nick uh, Nick told me last weekend that if I was struggling, I should just refer to them both as Gaz and Mick. That works for me. That <laughs> oh, works. by the way, Fight Disciples pen. Check nice, this right? out. The boys yeah, have sent me this. Thanks for this. One. I didn't want we'll, one. Get, we'll get him another one. We'll, we'll get him okay, another one. Okay. We'll get him another one. This one's going on my jacket. Check that out. It's. Um, hang on, I'm going to bring it to you in a second. Just... Stay in your seats. Um, they don't have much video on their on their channel, so we're you know there doing you your doing your. Hang on, I'm yeah. Are Do you, you, are you ready? It over. I want it. You go go for it. Nice detail though, right? You're gonna have a nice amount to choose through now when you go to an event. I know, right? Yeah. It's gonna oh, make, you'll, make my you'll look like a pearly king. Yeah, I'm gonna put some studs on it soon as well. I got some pyramid studs. I'm gonna punch some pyramid studs through it on a dinner. Jacket. Proper punk rock on a dinner. Yeah, imagine leather elbow. Badges. I just I'll, yeah, I'll get my, my Ted Baker wardrobe out and just stud it all up. Why not? I think they'll appreciate. Could it. be my look. Yeah, Ted will be all over that. Don Hardy wearing a studded <laughs> dinner jacket. Um, yeah. So the first two fights were really good. Um, Mikhail Alexeyev and this dickhead. I kept saying. Right hook. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. For some reason, when there's a lot going on and somebody's punching with their backhand, I always say it's, say it's their, their right hand. Yeah. It's a horrible mistake of mine and I need to correct it. But it's part of the, 
oh shit, there's loads of stuff happening and my brain's kind of short-circuiting and trying to figure the rest of it out. Um, as he was backing up, he caught him with like a counter, uh, counter hook, caught him on the chin, dropped him. But then Antigolov, like Night of the Living Dead, just kept standing back up and just continually rushing forward. But at the... Um, and this was something that I noticed in his record as well when I was researching. Um, at the weigh-ins, when he got up on stage, like there was a bit of a face-off and they were quite aggro. And then Antigolov shoved Oleg Shejuk in the, like, in the throat, like pushed mm. him away. And whenever I see that, I'm always thinking, that person's anxious. Yeah. Like they can't contain that energy for yeah. tomorrow night, which is going to burn them out, make them exhausted. And it also, like 99% of the time in my experience, makes them start really fast. Yes. So as soon as that fight started, I'm like, Oleg Shejuk needs to be ready to move. Unfortunately, he's got good footwork. But Antigolov just comes charging forward. And like, on his record, interestingly, he's got what, 25 fights, 17 have finished in the first round. Wow. And he's 15 and two in the first round. So he's dangerous, Yeah, but he's reckless and he just goes after it. All emotion. Yeah, all just rage and just like anxiety. That's what yeah. it is. So he gets caught with this big hook punch, dropped to the floor, stands up, night of the living dead, continues running after him, gets hit with an, an uppercut that would have just decapitated most people drops him again like a sack of shit to the canvas <laughs> stands right back up night of the living dead one more time and just continues running after him it was crazy imagine if he caught him but oh yeah but the thing is like he got the third punch he got caught with that dropped him the uppercut as he landed Oleg Shajit was like right I'm taking this opportunity to probably get the finish so he stepped in and like hit him two more times Kill cleanly shot. and yeah wow Antigolov was, was absolutely done then I think he's retired I think he retired, but it, like 44 seconds. That's impressive was. if you retired someone that's done what he's done. Yeah. That's impressive. Man. It's a good record. He, he just, he was just all rage and it just didn't work out for him. And Alex Shajo has got power in that hand. It's when you can, the thing is, when you can stand back and look at something like that and you can see it, that's why I always mention about Bruce Buffer because he's the, always the last one to see him as they get in. Mm -hmm. He's there for the weigh-ins. He's the f perfect person to ask for bets. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he, he's the last person. You've got to be fast texting right. him, though. Yeah, while he's introducing someone. Yeah. He's like, he's fucked. Look <laughs> at his eyes. Don't bet on this yeah. guy. You'll have to figure out some kind of code with Bruce, Bruce Buffer that he like, kind of winks at you. In round something. betting. Yeah, Go yeah. for it, Bruce. Yeah. This one. Yeah. yeah. Or like, if you, have you seen his fancy new ring? A hat. Easy. <laughs> Touch his toes. <laughs> he's got that, that huge diamond yeah. studded. White studded yeah, diamond UFC. ring. Yeah, UFC. It is wicked. He was, showing me, he was showing me the other day. He's straight pimping. It's massive. It's ridiculous. Um, maybe, maybe like if he like spins that inside or something, it means the blues cut blue corners. That's not a bad shout. That's not a bad shout. Yeah. When he's when he's pointing to the camera, yeah, and the few people that are listening That's to this are like, happen. "Oh my god, quick, <laughs> what <put> a battle! <laughs> You'll kill it." Um, how was Marky Mark out there? Did you catch it? Was it good. Mr. It was good. Yeah, I, not really. I just a, just a wave through the fence. Um, but he's good. Another solid job. And Leon as well. Yeah, um, yeah, they were both fantastic there, job. Uh, what else? I tell you what was weird on the undercard. Uh, Alexander Yakovlev, okay, who I believe is now on his third nickname. His first one was Bad Boy. His second one was Thunder of the North, and now it's Russian Thunder. He's a rapper as well. It's a bit like what what like Diego Sanchez did. Yeah, well, it's he never he just, the same when it was. The he's dream, he's not sure. Yeah, he changes his depend on how he's sleeping. I think it's, yeah. it's whether it's a dream or a nightmare. How'd you get on? Fucking nightmare. <laughs> Carry on. I prefer the nightmare. It's three nicknames. I mean, the thing is, yeah. it's a bit like a gamer tag. Don't you reckon? Could you, would you ever be able to change your gamer tag online? No. Me neither. It's just silly. Like, I wouldn't ever want to. I didn't even choose mine. I've got something really random. Really? Something about a candle. Yeah. <laughs> a candle. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. 
some something candles, candles okay, something. I'll take it. Yeah. So people are now searching for all the different <laughs> candle variations of a skull with a red mohawk. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Yakovlev. So it was like, he, he was fighting Alex De Silva, who was 20 and one, a, a yeah. good fighter, a really talented tie boxer with a good ground game. But I just don't, I don't think he was expecting to hit that kind of adversity early on. And there was a, there were, there was a point where he was stuck on his knees in the second round for like, for way too long. Like in on a takedown, but at the same time, not really fighting back, taking some elbows, taking some punches while Yakovlev was just sprawled out on top of him. And then Yakovlev, like he started to set up an anaconda choke, slid his arm through, met them together in the uh, in the armpit, and then he like drove him into the fence. And honestly, I'd not seen it before. I'd not seen it applied in that way before. It looked really unusual, like to the point where I wasn't even sure where the pressure was coming from when I watched it. I had to, I had them pull up because I have another screen next to me, um, which is called my ISO, and I can call through to the truck and say, "Hey, I want to see this. C- yeah, show me that again, like groin shots." elbow strikes if somebody gets cut I want to see what shot was cut uh, what shot cut them and they've got these wizards in the back that just go through all the angles and just send me what, what I need to see how often do you want to see a groin shot well no because the thing is it's, I don't ever want to see a groin shot 20 more please <laughs> it's, it's like is it a groin we shot always, or is it yeah, a cross yeah, check that's it okay. yeah because yeah. Yeah. There, there are sometimes there was a there was a shot in I believe it was the heavyweight fight Martin Tabora I think he threw a front kick and it like hit the belt line of Abdurahimov and sometimes you can get hit there and it feels really uncomfortable. Like and like your reaction is like, oh, you kind of turn and walk away, yeah. but it's not a groin shot, it's a legal shot. Okay. And if it's a legal shot, capitalize on it. Yeah. But sometimes there's confusion, the referee doesn't see it. And then, you know, we'll pull it up, they'll pull it up on my ISO and show me just so I can like clarify for the viewer. Yep, just saw that, the kick was on the belt line, it was all legal, that kind of thing. I don't ask for groin shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Four more groin shots. We haven't got any. Just go UFC yeah. 174. Yeah, there were like six really good ones in yeah. there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I asked them to show me a replay from a different angle and they, they, they came in over the fence so I could see from like Yakovlev's back so I could see where De Silva's head was. And it was like he was caught in the anaconda position but then his head was being f- like folded underneath his body kind of like what you know Ben Rothwell does with the go-go yes. choke yeah like fold your head he just pushes oh, you in with his like, look really mass. uncomfortable I mean I'll be honest I think some of it was fatigue as well yeah. I think I think if he and why is he naturally a Thai boxer well he's a, but I mean he's, he's a he is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter as well I, I just I think he's more of a Thai boxer than Brazilian got jiu-jitsu more. yeah he's far more comfortable on the feet he's got a real good kicking game but I yeah he was chasing takedowns and Yakovlev his last two fights get this have been Kamara Usman and Zach Cummings wow like Zach Cummings used to fight at 205 yeah, Kamara Usman's the welterweight champ and Yakovlev fought, fought to a decision with Usman as well wow um, but now he's moved down to lightweight he's like 6 foot 3 he's massive good to see him back in the UFC though and uh, back because he, he was out for like 3 years or something I'm not sure whether that was injuries as well yeah, well I'll, I'll definitely go through I'll catch them all up yeah man uh, Sultan Aliyev retired so get this, I got some shit on my Twitter for this. Just so the person that tweeted at me, just that one's for you. That one's for you. Said, but... That one's for you. <laughs> um, dickhead, double dickhead. Le- th- there are so many things going on during the fights, right? There are so many things going on during the fights. I have an earpiece in that's connected to the people in the truck. Oftentimes, I'm listening to a translator at the same time as someone's talking in my ear about how long we've got left, I need to cut the interview short, one more question, ask him about such and such. I mean, oftentimes they leave me alone, yeah. but there are times when like, there's a lot of shit going on in my ear. 
sometimes people have got their finger on the wrong button in the truck and they're supposed to be talking to somebody else and it's coming through to me. Imagine. Do you still want that coffee? <laughs> Fuck off. I'm trying to concentrate. Like, like you'll see Bruce sometimes. Bruce did it just uh, like as he Whip was calling the main event. Sometimes you'll just pull it, pull it out of his ear. It can be really... Bruce really has got that superpower though, hasn't he? Because you know when someone's like, you took your... Oh, it doesn't matter, Bruce. He's yeah. Like, I know it doesn't. Look at the ring. <laughs> so so I'm interviewing Sultan Aliv after the fight. It was quite a slow fight and I didn't know how we were doing for time because sometimes if we have a few decisions, it kind of, you yeah, know what I mean? We need to cramp the yeah. broadcast. I mean, fortunately, we'd had a couple of first, you know, first round finishes. So I thought we had a bit of time anyway. But So I'm interviewing uh, Sultan Aliv. I'm going through the Russian translator and it's like, you know, I can't remember exactly what I asked him, you know, how have you been since, uh, you know, with your time off, what have you done with the time, et cetera, et cetera. It goes through the translator and you got three goes. It came to him three times and every time he was like, yeah, I, I feel good. It was a good fight. Right? So three opportunities to speak into the yeah. mic. And, I, and, to say? There was, and he didn't really have a great deal to say. And then and I, in my ear, I've got someone going, cut the interview. We're running out of time. We're going to break. Cut the interview short. Fuck I'm like, off. and I'm like, don't, don't you know like they sometimes they're saying don't let them have the mic back we've got to go yeah because then it looks really awkward if they cut to break and I'm in the middle of an interview of course so sometimes I have to literally just turn Shout and walk his away and shake his hand yeah. yeah and like you have to kind of be a bit a bit kind of cut off about it and it just turned out that backstage he retired in his interview oh. and after three questions like as I turned that. to walk away he like reached for the mic like that's what he wanted to say so like to to fighters out there like if you've not said what you need to say in your second a second answer to the question, like you might not get an opportunity. And the majority of that decision <laughs> isn't yours. No, because if you've got someone, let's go yeah. wrap it up. I mean, you're I got working someone to a was like, Well done, Dan Hardy. Well done. Like, like tweeted me the link. Sultan Ali retires backstage. Well done. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? I can't wait like, till you just, see him though. At the just, next, <laughs> remember his face. Come, come to me. Come and say it to me. Yeah. I have, I have, a, I have an open palm slap that has dropped many a man. Imagine. You know what I mean? And I'm the, the guy that... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tweet anything. I was going to say, I bought you coffee. Oh, sorry. He's... <laughs> him? <laughs> yeah. Just rampaging through through Vegas at fight week. Just, just slapping. Yeah. Remember when Rampage used to do that? Yeah. He used to have people in a line. Yeah. And he'd see how many people down the line you could get with slaps before someone went, no, fuck this. Yeah. And moved their head. I don't know if he's got the cardio for that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the documentary Rampage Unchained? Yes. I can remember when he was smoking on the back of his truck and eating chicken. Was that with Joe? And then he was humping. Who was he humping? When Karen on- Bryant. Oh no, he was talking about motorboat and Karen Bryant. He's, he's, mo- he's tried to motorboat Karen Bryant. It was like <laughs> he's hilarious. Tough ten. Tough was it? Tough ten. Tough nine was UK US, wasn't it? Tough ten was uh, Rampage taking the door off. That was the best Rampage. Was it yeah. all day, man? Yeah, it was the, wicked. The, the Pride Rampage as well, though. Yeah. was was wild. And that those that Unchained video was about those times yeah. when he's like in Japan, like like shopping for a cup, shopping for a groin guard yeah. in a sports shop in yeah. Japan. What size? Like rolling around on a trike with a kid's helmet on. He's, yeah. he's, he's a, I, I train with Rampage quite a bit at Legends and I actually have a photo. I, I've got to dig it out and put it up. My, my good friend Connor Hewn, who used to fight for Elite XC and Strike Force and a few other things. Um, really good fighter, really good wrestler. Eddie Bravo, black belt, I think. Um, he used to show up on a scooter and just park it up on the road, on the like, on the pavement outside the doors to the gym, because there was like a little a little covered area. And he'd park his scooter up there, and this one day I arrived, and he was standing outside next to his scooter, talking to Rampage, who had parked his fucking monster truck next to it, with his face on the side. And I walked up, and I'm just like, Connor, scooter, Rampage, truck. It was like, 
It was like their their vehicle personalities were behind them. Yeah. Like their spirit vehicles. This'll do. This'll do. <laughs> was that his hit and run truck? I just took a photo and they're both standing next to their vehicles like I'll dig it out. That's it's nice. it's in the I've got like thirteen thousand photos in my pictures, so I need to That was that was his hit digging. and run truck though, wasn't it? Like it the was. one person who goes on a rampage <laughs> in a truck that says rampage with his face on it's like, bro. Come on, other people have lost a forest. It's all right. It's going to be okay. I can remember getting my moped. I, I used to ride trials from when I was about six to when I was 17, when I discovered boobs. And I used to ride off-road for Levi's. There was a competition that we used to do all the time. So bear in mind, when I was like 15, I had a big motorbike off-road. But when I was 16 on-road, I had a, it was called a Suzuki Love. Google that. Suzuki Love. It's properly wank. But at the time, yeah. it gave me my independence. So sounds I used like, to work. Sounds at, like a hairdresser's SUV. It, oh, mate, it was big time. Like an aerobics instructor's yeah, car. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's the love. <laughs> so I used to ride to Thornton's, the chocolate, the, the confectioners, mm. chocolate heaven. Does, does it come? Does it come with Kylie Minogue's back catalogue downloaded into the and her pants? <laughs> Ooh, not the one she's worn. Oh, now you're selling. The pair she's selling. Yeah, she was she was my she was my first crush as a as a, as a kid. Can you remember the Kylie Minogue Bucking Bronco video when she when she launched her own uh, underwear? If you've not seen, no, that, you are in for a six minute. Treat. Thanks everybody. This has been the full reptile yeah. radio. What, in a bit, <laughs> <laughs> mate. It's, it's it's gold. Yeah, yeah. It's pure. Sounds gold. like it would yeah. be. Anyway, my shit moped that I had. Bit. It was smoke show. Yeah, she is a smoke show. I once rode to work, and obviously you're in a chocolate factory full of. <laughs> Grufty dudes making obviously you're in a chocolate factory. That's where I worked. (laughs) So they took my moped. Bear in mind, I used to do the evening shift, so it was cold and horrible when you got out. You got there at five, finished like eleven. They took my moped, put it on a pallet wrapping truck. They wrapped it in cling film, the tightest cling film, shrink shrink wrap, right? And then they wrapped it in tissue paper. That's universal, isn't it? Toilet roll, bog roll. Yep. Wrapped it, wrapped it in tissue paper. That's for everybody in Cardinal bog roll. Yeah, bit of bog roll. <laughs> and then they sprayed it with water. Yeah. So when I got out to my moped that night, it took me an hour and a half. <laughs> it derp. I need TP for my bog hole. For my bog hole. Bog hole. Corn hole. Yeah, That's so they wrapped it. It took me an hour and a half to get the shit off. <laughs> so just think about it a little bit. When you're fucking with people with mopeds, you need your independence. I fucking stood there for hours and everyone just walked past laughing. I was like, is no one going to help me? And they're like, nope. Yeah. And to chip it away. I was, I, was on the, uh, I was on the North Circular in London the other week and it was jammed traffic. And there's this, this dude, it was like Just Eat or Uber Eats or something like that. And he didn't realise that the box on the back of his scooter was twice the width of his fucking bike. Oh, what did he hit? Everybody. Yes. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> like you can see the space between the, between the, the cars. And he's like driving down, but he's like, we, oh shit, oh shit. Look at, that's exactly what he was doing. He did he, not have <laughs> spatial awareness of his fist. Mm. Oh, my Onyx is a sticker as well, look at that. They're nice gloves. They Onyx. are somewhere. I've been trying, been using them. Anyway. For sake. Whew, tangent. They're over there. <clears throat> so he's, he's driving along. And the thing is, as he's weaving around wing mirrors, the back of his vehicle is just banging into the, it's like, Awesome. So he he's hitting everything. Like he a hit dog. every vehicle along the way. It was like, dun, dun, dun. And I think he had a helmet on with his stereo on, so he couldn't hear he's it. He's not giving any fucks, is he? No fucks given. Mate. His field of fucks was barren. Have you seen that? His field of fucks was barren. Have you seen that gif? Have you seen that? Not a gif. It's a meme. It's really good. I will find it. Behold, my field of field of fucks is barren. Yes, I have. Yeah, it was the Thanos one, right? 
Yeah, well, there's a few. There's a good cross-stitch one as well, which I'll would look, look great on the wall in here. Well, I had mum to do that. She's into cross-stitch. It'll have Winnie the Pooh on it somewhere. Then. It would. Or a witch. <laughs> yeah. She does a lot of witch cross-stitches. A witch and Winnie the Pooh would be good. Yeah. I had a story Stace told me. She came out. Witchy she, the Pooh. Witchy the Pooh. Imagine. He'd have to wear pants though. <laughs> Witchy the Pooh couldn't go around with just wearing a t-shirt. Nah. Stace, Stace is a carer for a dude called Jared who's properly sound and basically she takes him out for a drive here and there and he's got a wicked LT35, the big Volkswagen trucks. So... She was coming back the other day and she rang me just to say, I'm on my way back, everything's cool. And there was a load of traffic. And the whole time they were sat in this traffic jam, there was a cyclist behind her and Jared <laughs> who wasn't like going round them. He just sat there fucking moaning to himself. And I was like, <laughs> Stuck in traffic on a bike. You're on a racer. A, just like go past A push him. bike. Yeah, a push bike. Oh, That's what made on. me piss. I said to her, I said, that's going in a podcast. I'd be, I'd be up on the curb. I'd be <laughs> yeah, up. fuck it off, man. Off you, yeah. you got your cycling proficiency. You got the red sticker on the front. There we go. Yeah, problem solved. It. Off you go. Um, Lumper stomper. <laughs> um, where else were we on the card? Roxanne Modafferi looked really good I against uh, Antonina Shevchenko. Did you I see mean, her call a- out? Did you see her call out against um, Cyborg? Yeah, but not really. Hello, lo- if you don't mind. That was like the GSP. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm, yeah. Uh, what's the guy that animates all those thingies? What's his name? Do you remember? Mustafa, you, know, you know what I mean, don't he's you? He's fucking brilliant. He's awesome. Big Jim. If you haven't seen any of the animations, follow Jim Asoon on yeah. Instagram, is it? It's just Jim Asoon, isn't it? Jim Asoon, yeah. The boy, the man in Canada. He's got every one of those videos. Because I literally, if I ever miss one, I jump back on. Big Jim's got it. <laughs> They're awesome. Um, yeah, he's got the, he uses the GSP coming back yeah. from retirement. I'm coming thing. back. No, I'm coming no, back. No, 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 no. He was the sniffing one. <laughs> I was out with TJ. And he's got all the sound bites as well of TJ going, oh yeah, I'm doing this. I'm using EPO. It's like, oh, you probably shouldn't have said that, bro. (laughs) Yeah, with John Jones sniffing. Mm. Fucking gold. Yeah, I just, I like the way that she came out. And even when uh, Cyborg (laughs) came back to her, she was like, you're not ready for this. LOL. Best mates. Fist bump. (laughs) Yeah. Now that's not a fight we need to see. Roxanne's a flyweight. We don't need to see a fight. Cyborg, my goodness. But I am excited to see her move up this division. I mean, like, let me just see if the UFC rankings page has been updated. Jesus. Mystery, you're all right. You need to go and see a doctor. He's gone in the other room to blow his nose and we can still hear it. And it's only a little nose. You're all right. <laughs> My goodness. You've been knocking chimneys out this weekend. <laughs> You've been partying with John Jones. <laughs> yeah, that was suspiciously timed. Yeah. Um, Remember Where when we were talking Roxanne? about Coke? No. <laughs> so Ro- so Roxanne's moved up. I tell you who would be a really good fight for her to, to um, is Liz Carmouche. They've yes. not fought, have they? So Liz Carmouche is number three in the division and Roxanne's number seven. Um, the only problem is Joanne Calderwood's number five and they've been training together so I can't imagine they're going to fight. No. The Liz Carmouche fight is wicked because Liz, they've not she fought, was the, the other half of the first women fight ever, wasn't she? Nah. That's another hook. That's a good thing because... Um, Roxanne was saying this week that she want, always wanted to be the first female fight in the UFC. And she said, and as happy as she was that there was a fight, it, she was she cried because it wasn't her. I imagine. Yeah. That'd be cool, wouldn't it, for her to, to get the Shevchenko fight. Uh, the the uh, yeah. Karmouche fight. Yeah. And that would make sense. Especially if she won. Yeah. And then we're looking at title shots, I reckon, after that. 100% all day. Because Jessica I's already got a title shot. and Fair play to her. And the winner of, winner of that will be primed ready for uh, I think we've nailed it we've smashed it to pieces yep. and awesome. to be fair I'll still I'm go back and watch that. it because what we haven't mentioned the oh uh, Pavlovich the main, we haven't mentioned the main or, no we haven't or Pavlovich there's still a bit we haven't seen yeah Makachev was 
awesome. Yeah. But as was Armin Sarukian, he was he was very impressive. Yes. For a UFC debut against someone like Makachev, who's got all that experience and skill, they were like they almost cancelled each other out. Wrestling. Completely. Almost. And it, it was that. It was that. I'm going to take him down. Yeah. And dude, when I don't know how if it was scored, I think you said it was scored a takedown where he sort of took him out and he kept. It wasn't a traditional. You're on your back. I'm going to hold you down uh-huh. for at least a second. He literally. No, they were was, going. Yeah, but it, I think he did get a takedown against him, didn't he? He did. He Which got, was I think his he was big, like. Yeah, I think. In fact, in fact, I think I had the foresight to take a photo of my stats screen. There you go. I didn't. I took a screenshot of a Photoshop that someone done of The Rock and Ron Swanson instead. I did. Instead. So this this is the this is the stat this is what says on the stat screen in front of me. So Armin Sarukian scored one of eleven takedowns, which is nine percent, and Islam Makachev scored four of nine, which is forty four percent. He also landed eighteen significant strikes out of twenty five, and um, Armin Sarukian only landed six out of forty two. So his success rate was higher in both aspects, but he—I mean, he was—he was—he was under attack a lot of the fight. Yeah, he just—he was just more impactful when he was uh, when he was in control. Um, yeah, he had is, three minutes of control as well as opposed to twenty-four seconds yeah. for Sarukian. But Sarukian to get that one takedown, yeah, it yeah. didn't matter if that's an inch or a mile. You could go for it a hundred times. It doesn't matter what percent it is. Right, you're the first person to ever score a takedown on in your debut and looking like you did. He still looked wicked. Well, that, that's the, it's the same circumstance as uh, Alexander Gustafsson. He will yeah. always be the first person to take John Jones down. Yeah, always, completely, and, and that's always not a just once either. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Um. Pavlovich was good. This, this was a bit of a a bit of a kind of a backwards way of coming into the UFC, and I would say the same probably for Armin Sarukian because his next opponent is not going to be as good as Makachev. Okay, it will be someone lower down the rankings. I think Makachev's probably top ten already as, yeah, as yeah. far as his skill set goes. But Pavlovich's UFC debut was against uh, Overeem, Ooh. and he got stopped in the first round. But aside from that, he was—I mean—he was smashing it. He, he, he was running through. He ran through about twelve guys with knockouts. A really big, powerful guy. Uh, in fact, did you see uh, Adam Hunter posted the photo of me interviewing uh, Sergey Pavlovich, and he said TJ's got to get off. Got to got to get off. The, <laughs> he did look like a massive yeah, version. Massive of it, yeah. TJ just needed a sling. <laughs> um, yeah, so he made his UFC debut against Alistair Overeem, lost in the first round, and then his next fight was Marcelo Golm, who's had like ten fights. Yeah, like that. That to me is the other way He's around. He's backwards. Like, yeah, he Even, should have fought Golm first. Yeah, and losing to Overeem. Is the, the problem is if if you drop in and out of MMA, like you can either drop in. I, I'll never forget when my cousin first started watching, and Chuck was on his downfall, and he was a massive Rampage fan, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, that shit's Chuck," and I was like, nah, "No, Chuck's the fucking man," and he was like, "I've never seen it." And the problem is when Chuck's had like four or fives, and he's just headbutting people's fists, and and there's yeah. there's no chin. It was really hard to justify, and it's almost like Overeem. Like same with it was the same with Aldo. Yeah, when, when, when McGregor yeah. stopped him, there were so many people that had just written him off after that. Yeah, and you need to go back and you know just go back, do your time and watch his yeah. WC fights. And exactly, stuff. It's catch not it up. It's the same as Overeem. Overeem, I mean, what he did to Brock was insane. Mm. What he did to a lot of people, but then he seems to be on the same sort of role. Like even against uh, Olinick, he there was times when he could have been stopped. Like it was Bigfoot that sort of was getting clipped. And then just caught him with that massive shot. You remember? Yeah, yeah. But he seems it's it seems to be a really fine line with him. Yeah, he's either outstandingly losing or outstandingly winning. But even he's said, "I don't want a title shot yet." 
Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah outstandingly is not a word, but... It is now. Yeah, fuck it. It is now. Well, I'm it's always making it. up words. Veteranship, I don't think it's a word, and I always use that one. I quite like it. Yeah. Comfortability. Although I think that might be a word now. Um, yeah, Overeem called it. out Volkov, which is which makes sense, because that's who he was supposed to fight in St. Petersburg. So I think I think, uh, I think we can see Overeem fighting Volkov in Russia again very soon. I think yeah. they're going to make that one. Makes sense, as long as Volkov's healthy. Then you've got... Like, Curtis Blades is now a teammate of Overeem, so I don't think they're going to fight, especially with Overeem training at the same gym. Um, I think that'd be a slower fight as well. I think yeah. it's because Olenek was putting it onto Overeem that he was managed to pull those knees through. I mean, he looked dangerous as fuck. Mm-hmm. Some of them punches he was throwing, you're like, Hoo. yeah, Overeem's going to die. But then, like, if he beats... It, like if he, So say he gets Volkov next. If Overeem beats Volkov, a rematch with Ingarno or Stipe would be awesome. I'd like to watch him fight both of them. Yeah, I yeah. think he's got more chance of beating Stipe, though, I'll be Big honest, time. just because of the, the unpredictability of the power of Ngannou. Yeah. Because um, Ngannou's back yeah. in all intents and purposes, isn't he? He's, yeah. The last time he came out, he was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And he's had a Snickers. So, so there's some, some good fights on the card. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole process of being there. It was cool hanging out on the ESPN desk as well. Yeah, it looked good, I had man. a chat with uh, Richard and Karen. Um, really fun. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk? Should we open some stuff? Oh, no. Let me talk about these. Go on. Check these out. These, I was given these at the weekend. These are, um, this is a new Polish promotion called RWC, Rocky Warriors Cartel. Awesome. Worldwide. Awesome. Shout out to Pavel for the gloves and for the They awesome are nice, name. man. They They're are really, really nice. nice. They, they solve a lot of the problems of the UFC gloves, which is, I think, I mean, I've, Pavel's listened to me talk about this for far too long. And I would imagine he was sick of hearing about it. And like the UFC gloves, yeah, I'm not getting a pair of them down right now. No, this table is not. They've not got the curve in them that these have. It's not a massive curve either. It's not. It's not. But it's it's enough. Like I think the best gloves, the best gloves I've used are the Cage Warriors Fairtex ones. Those yellow ones up there, um, which you can't see. I'm sure you can't see them, can you? You can Google them. Yeah, they're nice. Just watch Cage Warriors. Yeah. We'll just go on our YouTube channel and have a look at the, the Cage Warriors stuff. You'll we'll see film people getting punched with them. We'll just film a pair. These are really nice. They fit really nice. They've got a, a natural curve in them. So even if your hand's outstretched, it's an effort to open your fingers. Johnny Jones has got that down. You know? That's it. That's it. It's, that's the answer. Curve the padding. So, yeah. So find them on uh, Facebook and give them a follow because they've had, they only had two shows so far, but they've got a third one coming up. I think it's July 5th. Um, and... Pavel's Pavel's like like our friend Ian Dean on Cage Warriors. Yeah, he's. Are we doing Michael Jackson one glove each? <laughs> <laughs> Stick with it. We'll go with it. I can take that. I might have um, put my shades back on. <laughs> um, they are super comfy though. Yeah, like you, you know how Ian Dean, Cage Warriors matchmaker, has just got this this depth of knowledge of like yeah. everything that's happening in in uh, Europe for MMA. Pavel's the same. You can also include Russia in that as well. Like wow. he's he's got this knowledge of fighters, and he knows where to get these guys and how to match them to get some awesome fights. Um, I, I watched the I watched his last card, and the, the the problem he was having some problems with the cameras in the last card, but the uh, the actual fights themselves were really good. So when's when's the next RWC? I think it's due, July fifth. I think it is International Fight Week time. Okay, which means that uh, we'll be in Vegas. More to come on that later. Yes, we will take our gloves with us. <laughs> You're going right, I'll go left. Yeah, look at that. Um, so yeah, so he's uh, that's, that's worth checking out. Make sure you check them out. Um, there's some good fights on that. And thanks for the gloves, they are really nice. Um, do you want to do Loot Crate? We can go for Loot Crate. 
We've this still is, not heard from them. No, we've, we've not done, heard we've, from we've them. We've done at least one unboxing of Loot Crate and we've not heard from them. And we're quite disappointed. I've left this one sealed. I left the other one sealed, but I, it's one of them. I need to know. I need people to know how frustrating it is that I'm not opening it as soon as I get it because <laughs> I just want to. It's like a kid getting mail for the first time. Go on, you get into it then. But there's a lot of bits on it. All these perforated bits. Yeah, what is that? I don't know yet. I think we're going to open it to find out. Yeah, so. Have a look. Card this weekend's good. Souza against Hermanson. I, yeah. I think Hermanson's going to surprise a few people. Well, I think uh, I think he's going to be able to do something similar to what what Whitaker did to yeah. Souza. Yeah, you know, and stuff his takedowns, back him up, you know, force him to. He's coming off that um, nice. quick win. Yeah. So it's like a, it's just like an elongated training camp. Shit, dude, this is nice. All right, so what we're going what for? What is first it? Go for it. Go for it. I'm going to talk okay. about the card while you have a look at that. What's this? What's is Office Space. Tea. Nice. <laughs> Office oh, space. That's awesome. It's all nice screen as well. Everything's done really well. I mean, obviously, because we make t-shirts, well, we are... We know what we, we know. Yeah, we can pass opinion on shit like this. That's wicked. That's badass. Office space is awesome as well. Is that a medium? It will be. We can Fucking medium, it. innit? Yeah, hey? I just selfishly do it for myself. Yeah. What can I say? You see me in the <laughs> office space tea. Here you go. What else we got? What's that? You got a washcloth. I need this. i tell you why I need this. Oh, this is perfect. It's glow in the dark as well, or at least it looks like it is. The amount it, it's actually, it's stressful having a translator, but the benefit in having a translator is that I don't have to. I, I like I'm not right next to fighters, so like I mean I like to grab a hold of the fighters so I can kind of keep yeah. them near the mic because a lot of them like to kind of wander off and you know do do what you do with the mics. Yeah, just like, why are you touching me, bro? <laughs> yeah, but like if I get a good hand, a good grip on them, and I can get a. You know, I can get an interview. It's, it's much easier to do than just kind of having them roaming. Yes. Know? Whereas if I've got a translator standing in between, I have to kind of, you'll see me, I have to like follow them with the mic sometimes. Yeah, frustrating. You know, it's a challenge. It's a bugbear of yours. <laughs> the good thing is that if I can get a hold of them, I can control them, yes. them a little bit with the mic. The bad thing is that like usually I'll get just fucking drenched in sweat and blood and stuff. Oh, see, dude, Abdurahimov, as I'm interviewing him, he's got this cut, this Robbie Lawler cut through his top lip. Oof. And it, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a it wasn't just a split either. It was like all the way through. Like I could see his teeth through he didn't it. Sneeze, did he? And it's just like it's wide open. It's bleeding. And as he's talking, like he, as he keeps coming near the mic, I'm like, he's gonna spit all over the mic in a minute. There's, there have been a few times where I've I've walked out of the octagon and the mic's just um, covered in blood, and they have to like change the the uh, the, the, the windshield on it. Yeah. And but obviously you know it goes on my jacket and I've got a shirt I've got a shirt with Michael Bisping's blood on it that's never going to come out I'm just going to have to burn it. Cheers, Mike. <laughs> burn it's it. probably burn it. Release itself. the demon. It's out just of burn it. Itself. Release the Bisping demon yeah. out of it. Um, <laughs> As you burn it, fucking dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> fucking believe you me. Believe you me now, dickhead. Right. <laughs> so what I can oh that's perfect. See what I can do with this. Oh that's awesome. That's awesome. What I can do with this, I can keep this it's on a, the table next to it's me. Like a full face over. <laughs> How fucking cool is that? Yeah, that's wicked. So I can keep that on the table next to me and use that to, to wipe the sweat off my hand and off the microphone. I thought you were going to take it in the octagon with you. And just as they're talking, I could. Out, one minute, just, mate. Just lay that over their shoulder. Stop it. Just oh, just, just hold, hold still, hold still. There we go, there we go. Okay, as you were saying. Have you been eating a lot of curried mutton? <laughs> <laughs> there's a definite... Anyway. There's, there's a definite stink That's about. cool. Yeah. What else we got? Well, we've got... A nice pin badge. You know, I'm, again, I'm, I'm realising there are some people that are just listening to this. Yeah, well, we, basically, got that was cool a washcloth, shit. which has got a face hugger off the Alien film, yeah. or the, the Alien franchise. We've got an Office Space t-shirt. What's the pin? The pin... That's too big for my jacket. It's, it's a oh, rocket dude, and, a, that's and, a, cool. and a moon. It's cool as fuck. I don't know what I'm it's inspired now. by. 
I'm bagsy this, this is not a toy. I'm bagsy in that. Okay, you can That's not that. a medium, is it? No, that's definitely not a medium. That's wicked. Oh, that looks like it's glow in the dark as well. Show that to the camera, mystery. That's I wicked. Th- I think this is a bit of an afterthought because it's a lost in space mission log. <laughs> Lost in space. Maybe I use that for my notes for yeah. uh, Stockholm. Did you have? Yeah. Well, you grab you grab that because remember the Lost in Space that had space that had Mr. Smith and the shit robot on at the same time as Land of the Giants. Yeah. It was on Channel Four. There was no Channel Five back in the day. It was just Channel Four shit. This yeah. is an adult collectible. It's not a toy. This is not a toy. It Don't is think not it is. a toy. Oh, that's going on the gym wall. It's nice, isn't it? This is not at all. Look at this. this is the first time the Raptors have been up and out their seats. Look Check at this. Check out the box as well. Do you want to pop the Fucking box? Fucking swarming. Yeah, take a picture. Like, hold the box. Like this. All right. He's bossy, isn't he? Fucking hell. He's bossy. Oh, he's got his... He's got his, ca- he's got his cameras around his neck. Which loot crate? Yes. So you want me to hold it that way around? There we go. Okay. That can go next to the uh, the Incredible Hulk one that came to the week. Who we got? I don't know. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't watched the movie yet. No, but that's kind of cool, right? Wicked. Boom. Loot crate That's very cool. Deal very cool. I like it. That's nice, right? See, if you've got a kid, though, that's into comic books... Like, yeah, but are you going to do that thing where they're like, oh, can I play with that? No. Nah, it is not a toy. This is not a toy. Like, put them on a shelf where the kids can't reach. Yeah. You can look at it, think about playing with it. Yeah, imagine how cool it would be to play with it. <laughs> well, we, when we converted the loft... There was all our stuff up there, and like, there's boxes and boxes of Star Wars figures. That. It's nice. I'm definitely. Man. Ne- the next next UFC event, look out for for my alien face hugger hand towel next to me. Yeah. In and fact, maybe you- I just use it for sleeping on planes. You know, I like to cover my head so people don't get photos of me like. Yeah, like, there's, dribbling often, and, there's often a beanie involved. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, just get a flannel. How many photos you get of that though? Just some dude like, oh my god, you never guess who I mate. <laughs> face hugger, Don Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking out. Um, what excites you about the card this weekend? Have you got it pulled up? I have. Let me jump across. Oh, you Sherdog, man. They, they've used too many adverts. I used to love Sherdog. I used to be on there every day, but now it just it just hijacks my computer screen. I used to use MMA Torch. Do you remember that? That was one I of the first apps on like iOS, and it was fucking brilliant. Mm. Like dead quick, punchy, all the headlines. It got to the point where every story was an advert. You had to go through like ten links. It was it just gone to wait went Sold to shit. I haven't soul. used it. Yeah, so I sort of I use Sherdog or Tapology now. Ta- I like Tapology. Like tap. Um, who've we got? Well, we're starting off. You got, up. you got Court McGee, man. Opening the Court card. McGee, Diego Lima. That's a good fight. And Angela Hill, uh, Angela Hill, Jody Escobel is a good fight as well. Jessica Penny. It says Jessica Penny. Jody oh really? Escobel on mine. Which one is it? Really? Which one's real? That's weird. Definitely is. It. Check it. That is definitely what it says. I have no idea. Ms. Pasta. <laughs> I bet she's never heard that before. No. That is a type of pasta, right? It is. Okay, good, yeah. It is. Like I told you before, we were poor. We didn't get fancy <laughs> stuff. We didn't get the shapes. We just got tubes and sticks. T- tins <laughs> of alphabetic spaghetti. For real. Yeah, and it was referred to as spaghetti. <laughs> Do you want spaghetti? That's never yeah. been spaghetti, bro. What letter's that? Oh, I, th- I think that's the, the, I think that's that's the a Polish splunge. letter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, Alex Oliveira against Mike Perry is going to be a lot of fun. Dude, Mike Perry's just on the card. So, and he's been looking good. Yeah. Have you been following him on social? I, I do follow him on social, yes. Yeah, he's, yeah, a he's been looking dynamite. Thing is, it could go both ways and no one would care. Well, it's that, it's that Alex Oliveira. It's that cut that he's got on his, on his face from the... Uh, do you want me to draw it on? Yes. 
And Mike Perry does like to deliver a lot of damage towards the face region. Oh, on like, me? You wanted to draw? Oh, you wanted me to draw it myself? Are you going to draw it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, yeah. don't, don't like the sound of that. That's not nearly as funny. That can be classed as bullying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that cut is going to that like if you sneeze near that and it's not properly healed, that's going to open wide. Dude. Up. Yeah. And then, my, he's, then his eyes are just going to slowly that. drift apart during the fight. Yeah. He's going to go full total recall in. Just open up, Wade. Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, Great, I lost uh, on the undercard as well. Is he opening or closing the prelims? Augusto Saki. No, I've got him like second second fight in on the second portion of the card. He's f- the fifth fight on here. Can we just have this where they just no get together and just work though. this out? There's no Because this is ridiculous. And, and, and I know I work for the UFC, but the UFC website is so difficult to navigate. I'm not even getting into like, that. Like, so I'm going to put, put my fan hat on for a minute. Like, it's it's you don't use it. Do you? It's almost almost entirely useless. Yeah, I'm on Fight it. Pass all the time, but the actual UFC website, it's almost unusable. It frustrates the hell out of me. It's like it's one of the best. It's the best sports organization in the world. It is the best sports organization, and the website is not a stand not up to standard. No, you should do the website for the UFC. I'll try. I can do that for them. It'll be at ConnorMcGregor.com. It will be the official <laughs> ConnorMcGregor.co.uk or .com. Both are available to buy if you want to pay my house off. traffic, actually. Oh, man, for real. You do know you see, what? Did you see Connor boxing this weekend? Yeah, it was an old one, though, wasn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. no, it, no. It, said, it said he stepped back into the ring this weekend. He was actually in it. Nah, really? Yeah. 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 Crumlin. Really? Yeah, but you know if he's saying he's had, a, he's had a bit of a knock with old Floyd? Yeah. It was to go and put a head guard back on. It's almost like a. Oh dear. Yeah, but it's almost like that movie, The Wrestler. <laughs> Is that right? So it was yeah. an exhibition then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sponsored okay. by Proper Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a weird one. It was weird mm. to see because I was sort of rolling through on Friday night and it just popped up and I was like, "There was no Proper Twelve on the canvas, but he had spilled it all over his boots in the dressing room." Yeah, we well, were just toasting the guys. <laughs> like, Let's go and have a knock and a draw. You ready yeah. for a draw? Yeah. Fuck yeah. It. Let's have a draw. Um, I didn't realise that was a that was a recent yeah, video. Current. I thought that was an, an old video, mate. And how how many people do you think got into that place? Because it can't have been that big. It's not. I've been there. I've, I've, we did some filming in that gym for Bet Three Six Five on um, uh, the last Conor McGregor fight. Wow. Uh, yeah. How much were tickets? It's not very been? big. It's a really cool place though. Yeah. They've got that really old like wooden sports hall floor that's got all the tape all over it. Oh, and nice. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. We'll go and visit it sometime when we're over there. Um, I hear UFC gyms opening up as well over there. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, really? Yeah, exciting. Oh, mate. Spreading. I'm going to have to get you a boat. <laughs> Dude. Could you imagine, like, off mask? I can you remember? Sail it. Can you remember the, the cartoon mask where the Jeep opened up and a boat shot out? Like, yeah. If we could get you the van, it's just like, my, my, my mask, poof, and Dan, Don Hardy's across the yeah. lake. What? Uh, lake, river, <laughs> sea. Whoop. All right, boys. I'll give the guys at Mercedes Benz Rigor a shout and see if they can yeah. see if they can install a boat in the Can in the you van. shoot me out of a boat of this without <laughs> killing me, decapitating me, <laughs> yeah. or giving me any yeah. concussion? And while you're at it, can I have one of those flip registration plates that sprays oil out yeah. all over the road behind me? And a mask. Because there's always a dickhead that's right close behind me. I get that. It's probably the same guy that tweets at me during events. Yeah. Oh, nice one, Don. Fuck off. I think anyone who ever's got anything negative to say anymore has to go at Don Hardy. The thing we'll set up an account. Just like get yourself, tear yourself at like a corner of a bit of a bit of paper off, or find yourself an old envelope. Fold it up tight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Write it out. Nice handwriting as well. Yeah. Like take your time. Your with best. It. You know. Cursive. Exactly. Make sure, even if you need to draw a pencil line, just to make sure it's neat yeah. enough. And then you can roll it real, real tight. 
fold it in two and just do you uh, would you advise a bit of would you wet it first no yeah it's no. gotta be wet first no you and don't get lubrication if you're a dickhead well yeah true. no 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 no, no. Yeah, just no. Go bareback. Insert it. Ah. <laughs> what did you use? I used old corrugated cardboard. <laughs> nice paper. Go for uh. nice paper. Recycle paper if you can. Have <laughs> um, we covered it all? What else have we got to talk about? John Lineker's on the card Dude, this weekend. John Lineker's on there. He, he, I, want, I think they should weigh his hands separately. Could you imagine if he is nearly like have two you, thirds of his weight is just. Have you seen hand. how he carries them though? Yeah. Like he, he carries them. You know, like when, like when you rack a kettlebell. Yeah. Where's my kettlebell? He is like a Marvel character, though, or a bit like Jax off of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Hellboy, yeah, big red fist. (laughs) I always think this, right? Like, when he's standing, when he's got his guard up, it's like he's racked a kettlebell. I bet it feels like it when you get cracked. Like, like you have to hold it. This mic's all fucked up. I've got you. (laughs) You have to hold it in a particular way. And it's like, like you have to support the handle with your elbow. You know what I mean? It has to be in line. And it's like... And he carries them like he's fucking pow, you know? Dude. Who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? Corey Sanhagen. Corey Sanhagen. Okay. I think he's probably going to try and wrestle the fuck out of him. That'd be the smart thing to do. Yeah. I really like watching John Lineker fight. He really don't like get watching him by fight. Him. Yeah. And and he also like he, he carries his hands like kettlebells, and then as he before he before he he throws his punches, it's almost like you know when cyclists like lock into their pedals. Yeah. With those. It's like he's Spuds. locking his feet into the what? Spuds. SPDs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it stands for, but that's the name. <laughs> Because don't try and do a bunny hop on a bike with spuds on because you will hurt your knees. <laughs> Is that right? Also elbows, <laughs> maybe face. But generally, yeah, don't try and bunny hop on video. Bikes. Wow, fuck me. No, it's not good. <laughs> um, yeah, he like locks his feet into the canvas as yeah. well before he throws them. Clink. Yeah. Mate. Well, the thing is, he's always he's always explosive. Share is on the card. He sounds very British though, doesn't he? John Lineker. I think he's named after John Lineker. Do you think? I think I think he genuinely is. Do you think there's a lot of people? You know, when they're in Brazil, which asks like, further questions about Johnny Walker. Yeah, for real. It's like they've got they've got a few names that they can choose from. It's like I'm going to go into worldwide sports. There's definitely someone called like Black Adder de Silva. Yes, you know what I mean. I don't know if they red, just red Red Dwarf de Santos. Yeah, they just, it seems like they just get the originals. They've got like John, David, Phil. Yeah. Matthew, yeah. Mark, Luke, yeah. and John. That's it. It's like, do you want to be one of these? Stuart oh. Pierce to Shearer. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. There's definitely a Stuart Pitbull. <laughs> Pierce. Yeah. Listen, Pitbull's fucking gone, man. And I'm not talking about the singer who's worldwide as well, but worldwide. worldwide. You've got Pitbull sunglasses. Where have they gone? <laughs> They're back. I'm not going to be able to see the card. There we go. Well, we're we're about done. I don't think we need to talk more about the card. No, well, I'm just looking forward to it. Greg Hardy's co-main again. I know. After the controversy. Controversy. So much controversy. Controversy. Shout out to Prince. It's been three year anniversary since he died, man. Heartbreaking. Oh, there was three another, years. What was the other anniversary as well? That Controversy. There was something else that was an anniversary today. Okay. Go on. Keep talking. Let me think about it. It was on my phone. I, I'm like, I was looking at something on my phone. And I don't remember what it was. Was it a long time oh, ago? My, my, no, it was today. My brutal black t-shirt is on its way. Nice. Yeah, right. Well, I'm, I made a couple of notes because I need... I huh? needed to ask you. No, he sent, uh, Cammy sent me a t-shirt. Yeah, man. An embroidered t-shirt. And it's we, we nice We were chatting well. about the fights. We were chatting about the fights and uh, he's, um, yeah, we're going to go up and go, gonna go up and see him. I want to get some stuff done by him. But I was saying I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a pussy to get much more than like a square inch of 
of skin brutalized. Yeah, I've got places. I, <laughs> I was in the. Uh, I was kind of thinking it'd be cool just to have him right black in a brutal way. That'd be cool. Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. Because then it? you could borrow in whatever you want underneath that. Sabbath. <laughs> Betty. Yeah. You got black, like, feel like Black Betty. Shout out to oh, Ram Jam. Black Betty. Bam, 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 Bam. Oh. She had a child. Bam, Bam, Bam. The damn thing went wild. Wild. Bam, Bam, Bam. Wild. So they weren't on mine. <laughs> Bam, Bam, Bam. Bam, Bam, Bam. thing went blind. Anyway, you could have Betty or Sabbath. So you put your sunglasses on, you turn to a rock star. Yeah. Or coffee. Oh, there he is. You could go coffee, black coffee. What do you want today, sir? Mm. Have a look. Like it says it. Black Sabbath. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to write coffee. I had a couple of questions for you because... Oh, go on then. One of the things I was... Well, one thing I had was about dreams because you mentioned dreams earlier about crazy dreams. Dreams can come to... Yes. Right. Shout out to Gabrielle. <laughs> is that right? That is right. It's one of them. It is. Yeah. Shout she out to Gabrielle and E17. Do... You know, if you see a, um, a single magpie in a dream, is it as bad luck as it is if you see just a single magpie out and about I know me and you have both spoke about this you know when you see a magpie I'm, salute one for sorrow two for joy and all that shit I'm more interested to know why you thought I would have the answer to that question because you, you answer most of my quandaries <laughs> is that right yeah um, we had a good talk about Vianetta last week after the podcast it's not, so it's alright now the, no is the answer it's not nearly as, as serious okay. real magpies in real life that's a manifestation outside of yourself you know a manifestation within yourself is a dream. I won't worry too much about it. Okay. I keep it seeing the same one. Concern. He it shows talk. a concern. Oh, really? <laughs> His name's Derek. He's <laughs> concerning me. And the other thing is urges. Obviously, you're in the limelight a lot. And you talk, And I don't mean urges as in Russian ladies are kind of fine. I mean, just like an urge. You know when you stand on something really tall just to jump off or like the press? Oh, I, I have it when I'm driving all the time. I'm like, what if I just... Yeah, that's what I mean. What if I just, what if I just fuck off that way? Thing, yeah. Yeah, and like cause a yeah. massive pile. A bit yeah. like Final Destination. Yeah. Because it made me think, there was a, when we were kids, we went swimming at the end of term because obviously the kids are broken up. It made me remember. What my friend at school was called Dylan. And me and him were fucking best mates. And it was one of them that made me realise how close you are to someone. When you drive into swimming with your mates and he just turned to me and he said oh, I need your help and I was like go on and bear in mind we were what 10 he's like I kind of I kind of uh, I kind of want to do something weird and naturally I just said okay no problem obviously I'm not going to question it at this point and I was like go on what, what do you need to do and he says at one point during this swimming lesson I want to touch the top of Mr. Collins' head and he was our teacher right and he was bald but the whole thing was, and like, I didn't question it or fuck all. I was just like, cool, let's get you on my shoulders. <laughs> and like, we spent an hour and a half, because obviously when you go swimming with school, you get like, what, an hour and 20 minutes actually swimming and then 10 minutes to fuck around. So that was it. That was our goal. And it was like the whole bus ride there was like, oh, how are we going to do this? To, to, why the fuck? And it was just an urge. He needed to, he needed to touch the top of his head. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get that with like... I, did he do it? No. Because we got to the point where we got really close to him, and he so said, how do we make that happen? Where does where does that where does he live now? That I teacher, don't know if Mr. Collins is still alive. He was a legend. He was a proper. He was a proper. Gym I almost teacher. said where's he buried then, but I think that's no, too far. We it? can go and find him and touch <laughs> the top. You feel the same? But he always had like four stripe, four stripe fadidas on with fadidas. with a with a proper pair of like. It's got an extra stripe. High tech shit kicks. It's got an extra stripe. For saying he was a games teacher, bonus stripe. Yeah, proper shit trainers like Nicks. Do you know what I mean? Something really sh- Ascot Air. They're not Air. Yeah. They've never been Air. <laughs> so it was that urge because one of my friends always used to have it where if someone got too close to him when he's talking to them, he had an urge to either headbutt or spit them. 
it's better than me. He'd never do it, but I could see it when we were talking to people. He was a bit awkward. But like when he would talk to people, I could always see this like sort of change in him when someone got a bit closer. I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's like a camel. He's going to spit in there like a llama. <laughs> He's going to spit in a minute. And I'd have yeah. to sort of intervene. Mm. I do it with, I've got marks on my arms from the press. Obviously, when we're making T-shirts, I think it's like 180 degrees. I think, I wonder if I can touch that. I wonder if I can touch that. And I do, like an iron. When it's just gone off, you're like, I wonder if, oh, just wonder if I can touch that. What the fuck? <laughs> Getting stuff out of the oven without using a fucking towel. You know when you do them part-baked cobs? Or rolls or buns or... Who's part-baked? You or the cob? Both. <laughs> at this point, if I'm part-baked, I can get anything out of the oven. I don't give two fucks. I'm getting tw- like turkey twizzlers out, anything. But when you when you're straight, and I've just... I put it in, and I'm like, oh, where's the tea tap? It's normally on my shoulder. And I just... I wonder if I can touch it. I wonder how long I can like, touch that before it hurts. Do you not get that? Yeah, sometimes. But mine, mine's different. Like, when I'm driving, I often get that. Like, the, what, if, what if I just... Off the road? Yeah. What if I just, like, gone? Yeah. The, I, just I, I had a weird dream once. This is a weird dream. Talking Magpies? about dreams. No, I was, I was, I've always remembered it because it was so strange, but it was around the same time as the first Jurassic Park come, came out. Okay. Right. Cause G- Jeff Goldblum was in it. You get me back on Jurassic Park. But he was, I, it was, he worked, he had an, he was in an ice cream van and I was driving. <laughs> in the dream. I know, I know. It doesn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense. And I don't know why I've remembered it for so many years. Was he dressed like a, uh, just, absolute dynamite no like an like an old school like uh like american diner waiter with like a like an apron like a red apron like and like one of those cream. paper yeah. kind, exactly okay. like okay. a krispy kreme kind of hat and he was leaning out of this like like ice cream van like you would get on the street in the uk yeah. like one of the old you know mine children and all jeff goldblum this is this is jeff goldblum yeah and he was only in it for a second there was no real interaction i just Cameo. raced past him <laughs> And I'm I'm driving a red convertible Volkswagen Beetle, an old okay. Volkswagen Beetle with a cream leather, with a cream leather yep. folded back. And I'm I'm in pursuit of two other cars, and I was in a race. It was a race. These are the two cars. There was a yellow and a green one, and they it we were like racing along. I drove past Jeff Goldblum in his ice cream van, and we're racing towards <laughs> this cliff. And both of these both of these cars in front of me took a left and went kind of like around the rim of this canyon. You were like. I did. I just drove straight off, and it's like that. That's is it. Uh, Wayne's World Two, Thelma and Louise. the Thelma and Louise bit where they're just I don't know Wayne. <laughs> like, it was that bit, and the point. I woke up. I was just about to hit the floor, and I woke up. Really weird dream. What made that you choose was. a Beetle? What were I driving? always loved Volkswagen Beetles. Oh, I, I always said I was going to have one. There was a guy who, who was in my uh, so there was my school, and then there was a college next to it, and he was one of the like the art students. And he had this like fluorescent yellow Volkswagen Beetle that was lowered nice. and was chromed up. It just looked, it looked slick. And he used to drive it onto school campus and it had a nice little rumble to it. And I always wanted a, a Volkswagen Beetle from that. So yeah, I must My have seen just, one. He just refer, restored one. But I don't know if it's red and I don't know if he can get together with Jeff Goldblum. Mm. He's got a massive Instagram. Have you seen how, Is like, it? he's so dapper. He was wearing something like shit kicker Chelsea boots with a zebra print knitted pullover and zebra print trousers. Where would he like? And Jeff a, Goldblum. And a fedora. It's like, bro, he fucking... He, Doesn't he, matter. Nah. The, 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 he's outside the rules, Jeff the Goldblum. The fly, shit it, mate. He's outside the rules. Yeah. He, like, you get to that celebrity status, like Johnny Depp and those guys, you know, you get to that celebrity status where you can just wear what the fuck you like now. It doesn't matter. What's no one gets to say. Like Keith Lemon. <laughs> no, <laughs> What are you wearing today? It's going to be a hat. I'll definitely be wearing He's a hat. He's great. But he made a character to be able to do that, which is another way around it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, very true. I mean, yeah, Jeff Goldblum's <clears> fucking 
killing Legend. Me. How did we I, get onto that? I don't know. I've not ever dreamt about him. It was dreams, I think. It was more the urges because I didn't know. If oh, you, that was it. I, didn't I, know I get if you the urge to. Irons. Sometimes I'm talking to somebody and I get the urge to just. I'm like, I could smack you in the mouth. Yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot, especially like management. What it, yeah. What would happen if I just, even if they're not going to punch you, but you just slip and just to to quote Goldie, yeah. you just slip and rip, just ting, and just, yeah. when they're like, what was that for? Because yeah. obviously you're not going to knock them out because you'd sort of pull it back halfway through. <laughs> but you go. Why'd you punch me? Like, Especially if I'm talking to someone that's being being difficult, like security, always like event security, and they're not like security, security, not like like sizable, you know, worth the fucking Youths. the weight of just security. Just yeah, just dickheads. Yeah, and like they're like making all kinds of excuses as to why I can't come in this entrance. And I've like I've got my bag and my jacket, my like my TV clothes, and I've got my my credential with my face on it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I, just let me in this door. It's me. It's Don. Can't come in this door. Let me in. <laughs> Don needs his changing room. Can't come in. This. And then and like as they're making their excuses, I'm just like, what if I just slapped him? Like oh, really, oh. like full power slap. Backhand though. Oh, imagine that. And I've usually got a pinky ring on as well. Imagine. Take a tooth out. Nice. And then I then I start like deconstructing the the, uh, the, the consequences aftermath. of like what if I slap a security guard in Russia? <sighs> That's probably not going to end up well for me. I could no. probably get away with it in the UK. Yeah, but I'm not going to push my luck. Yes, because the majority of them are called Don, <laughs> and they do work at the bingo wall or drive a coach at the weekend normally. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, urges. That's a strange one. Yeah, well, it's just the thing is, I can just see it. I can see it in Mo all the time. She's got some like. Mad little quirks, bless her. That's true. Yeah, and it's just one of them where I know that it's my fault. You know when she's going to punch you, is that what you're saying? Oh, mate, you I read get it in her eyes when she's... Often. <laughs> often. That's what dads are for. Yeah. Well, I think urges is almost the same as that thing. You know where it's like if you you leave the house and you need to know that you've locked the door or something like that, or like have you unplugged something? I think everyone gets that, but mm. you have to almost like say something to yourself to remember you've definitely done it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate yeah. shit like that. What I, I, I found that myself about? constantly checking pockets. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. phone no, wallet keys. Yeah. All Always. the time, phone wallet what keys. Was it spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch? It is, yeah. yeah. Nuns on the run. Go and watch that on Bank Holiday. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch was off. The nuns oh, is on that the, right? The hey, I'll tell you where we'll leave it. I watched a really good movie last night. Go on. Uh, it's called Game Over Man on Netflix. It's good, isn't it? It's good. It's got the three guys out of uh, Workaholics. Yes, it's which, fantastic. Have you ever seen Workaholics? I have. Fuck me. It's really running. good. There's a guy in it who not to cut away from your amazing no, no. film because it's a great film but Workaholics there's a uh, the, the, the cast just go and watch it because one of the guys passed away in it but he was absolutely dynamite he's like said two or three things <coughs> all the way through looked really poor in, poorly during the whole filming thing really? but he was like yeah I think his quote was something like they call me Sweezy like, <laughs> ghost <laughs> and that's it that's it. Just fucking bounces. Yeah. That's that's a good shit. The, but the game over, game over, man's really it's good. fucked up. There was right? there was one line in it that just had me la- had me. I I actually paused it to get the laugh out of my system, and I had time to come downstairs and get a get a bottle of water and come back up before I'd finished. Still laughing going. About it. S- still laughing. Mate, you can't he, help he, he was like, "No, your plan didn't work. You made them horny, and you got me three hundred kicked into the wall." <laughs> <laughs> like, gold. You got to be three hundred kicked sometime. Oh, it was keep the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, relevant to that which right? is relevant just to that, that yeah. nothing else anyway all good that's it man wicked I, I can't think of anything else we covered everything pretty much I think we're all good yeah wicked well, take it easy Will thanks for tuning in see you next time it can do something no other kind of lizard can do it can run continuously for a very long time and that 
enables it to become an endurance hunter, chasing down its prey.